0: Hey guys, before the start of this episode, I am just letting you know that I am doing another giveaway for a Nintendo Switch Lite uh, with the copies of Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. So, uh, the Pokemon Edition Nintendo Switch Lite, the physical copies of both of the games, I'm doing a giveaway for it, completely free to enter. This is an audio podcast, so. You have to go out of your way to like look at the description of the podcast, and then the link will be there. You click the link. That's that's how you enter. Totally free. Nothing nothing fancy, uh, but that will run until December 21st, 2019. So if you're listening to this podcast in 2022, uh, the giveaway ended three years ago, and you probably didn't win. If you're listening to this at the end of 2019, you still have an opportunity. So uh, just wanted to let you guys know that. Enjoy the episode. What's up everyone, welcome to the 386th episode of the Pokemon Podcast, one take. I am your host, SBJ, with me is Greg.
1: Hello, welcome to the 589th episode of trying to get this intro right. I am your host, not SBJ. up? Bobby?
0: Also here?
2: Hey, how do you forget what episode it is?
1: You
0: do this every week, every week, every (laughs) Every week. uh, You know, you just you just keep doing it over and over again, and it all blends together. (laughs)
1: It it may only be three hundred, but it feels like nine (laughs) hundred.
0: When you have to explain day after day that Ultra Shinies are not real. Oh, I was going oh, no. to ask you
1: about Ultra Shinies, though. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something moves out of your brain. Okay, I got
1: we- a shiny. Did you? And it's ultra. I, yeah, you saw, I posted it. I sent you a picture of my cute snome. Oh, oh,
0: yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Rude. I do remember.
0: I, look, again, I can't remember what episode it is, more or less. <laughs> the shiny you got, like, two days ago.
1: All right, I we see, have I see.
0: We have some Pokémon news of course this week. Pokémon.com published an a article about the Max Raid battles, so we're going to go through that and uh the
1: the title of which look. <laughs> there's clickbaity and then there's clickbaity.
0: <laughs> hey, do they they're not getting anything from people visiting their site? Like there's zero ads on their site.
1: They are a giant ad. That is their site. Their site is a giant advertisement.
2: Yeah, That you is can, what they're getting. You can buy things on their site, like all their merchandise and everything, so it, it benefits them to have people come to their website.
0: All right, all right. Speaking of a website that no one visits, we're going to jump right into some news and we're going to talk about Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh, man. <Because laughs> I, no, no one goes to PokemonGoLive.com. com. <laughs>
1: Is there anything even there anymore?
0: No, I mean they post updates and then I, mean, I read...
1: mean, it's a terrible website.
0: Yeah, it's not great.
1: It's not great. PokemonGoLive.com
0: also not the best name for your your biggest money-making Pokemon game of ever. ever.
2: Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> well, it could Is PokemonGo.com Pokemon taken by not them? Oh yeah, they do. It's Oh, it's part of Pokemon.com.
0: Pokemon Go Live is where Niantic publishes their, their uh, press releases. Alright, so this one is uh, going to be ending later this week. It's already started. There was already a Saturday event for it that I didn't actually participate in, but I'm curious if you guys did. But before we get there, celebrate the power of change with the evolution event. Trainers. Trainers. Perhaps. One of the greatest lessons that we've learned from Pokemon is that it's possible to evolve into surprising and cool beings. Some just need a little boost or help. Let's celebrate how much Pokemon and you have grown this year with the first ever evolution event. An accompanying raid and an accompanying raid day. Pokemon evolution can depend on a Pokemon if it has a certain gender or if it's spent time as a buddy Pokemon. Sometimes an evolution occurs because of a particular item, time of day, or lure module. During this event, you'll be able to explore all these unique ways to evolve your Pokemon.
1: All of them? At once? All of them. Wow, what an event.
0: Thursday, December 5th to Thursday, December 12th. Pokemon that evolve in such unique ways as Onyx, Eevee, Roselia, and Burmy will be appearing more often in the wild. Take on raids against unique evolutions like Lickitung, Scyther, Togetic, and Ralts. Find more 2K eggs that have Pokemon such as Tyrogue, Phoebass, Burmy, and Happini. Event special task and uh, events specific field research tasks that have reward uh, evolution items that can help you evolve and if you're lucky trainers you may encounter a shiny burmy
2: which looks no different than regular (laughs) burmy except for a slight different gray
0: all lure modules will uh, last for one hour two times xp when evolving pokemon evolution items from raids And then there will be the Evolution Event Raid Day that happened yesterday from 11 to 2, which would feature, at the time it featured Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle in one-star raids, Ivysword, Charmeleon, Wartortle in two stars, Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoids in four stars. You will receive five free raid day passes if you were playing during that time. You cannot hold more than one. And if I'm not mistaken, the YouTubers who do actually give news, because no one cares about reading a press release, said that these Pokemon could all be shiny, like the Charizards and the Charmeleons and stuff.
2: Correct. Yeah, that that is what happened.
0: This is, like, the first actual, like, three-hour thing I think I've skipped. When, look, they took away a lot of my sprint stops, I was very dependent on my sprint stops. (laughs) It is still incredibly frustrating that they just didn't turn those into anything like just blank stops as they figured out they opened up community things i'm, I'm actually really mad about yeah. this they opened up community submissions and they could have turned those stops into literally anything and instead they just removed them in no way does that benefit your consumers that doesn't benefit anyone walking around playing go you just removed thousands of stops that were sprint and or boost mobile
2: it's really frustrating yeah, I mean they uh, don't seem to make the best moves when it comes to, you know, when they did the spawn <laughs> redistribution the other day or the other month or whatever. It feels like it's every day. <laughs> it it's feels like, every like it's every day. But um, they did the same thing with the spawners rest- redistribution. They didn't. They didn't just add. They or like really move around the ones that are around. They like took stuff away, and I'm not yeah. sure why they believe that that benefits anyone playing the game. <laughs>
1: I mean, somebody added a new stop on my way to work, which was nice because I finally got one tick towards my visit eight stops you have never visited before because I think I visited <laughs> wow. everywhere worth visiting in Minnesota. So, so if anybody in the Minneapolis area could just start adding stops for me so that they're brand new, I would greatly appreciate it because I'm never going to get that thing done. Yeah, I guess ever. we
0: didn't talk about that, but the level 40 Wayfair submissions rolled out so you can submit stops. Bobby's forty. I'm forty. Greg not forty.
1: No, not even close.
0: I submitted one stop.
1: <laughs> it was rejected. No,
0: I don't know. I submitted it last night. So <laughs> uh, I, I did. So yeah. I've seen other Pokemon Go stops as Lego stores. So I submitted my Lego store in the mall.
1: Oh, nice. Does but does it have an actual like big Lego installation that you can actually mark?
0: The whole wall is like a. Not every Lego store has this, but the Lego store by me has like a huge wall that has like the Lego dudes. It's like a almost like yeah. a mural. So I submitted Please. that. I, I think it qualifies. I guess we'll find out. But
1: I mean, uh, the big dragon head is what qualifies at the Lego store here.
0: Yeah, but no, the, the Lego store in Mall America has like four stops. It has yeah, like well, the there
1: are four helicopter. huge installations. <laughs> it's got the dragon, it's got the gladiators that are fighting, it's got the helicopter one. And one more. I forget what the last one is.
2: That was like pre-Wayfarer though, so Yeah, that was those like, got accepted was all, because Ingress. That was all
1: Ingress. You could still go into Ingress and add things.
2: Can you? Does that work differently then yep. or no. does it get added to the Wayfarer stuff too for people to it review gets a-
1: As far as I know, it gets added to to everything that uses that system. Because there were the things have been removed and added before this rolled out to Pokemon Go that I know didn't exist, and the only way to do that was through Ingress.
0: Okay, so this is off Neantic.helpshift.com.
1: <laughs> oh, great.
0: Wow.
2: Uh, so much better Shift? than Pokemon Go Live.
0: <laughs> I think Help Shift is just like their Zendesk that they use. Right, right. um So this is what makes a high quality Pokestop. So oh. uh, <laughs> this
1: is what f- does.
0: High-quality Pokestop nominations are those that help trainers discover and enjoy their community. To to be considered an eligible Pokestop, you must meet at least one of the criteria below. At least one. So a location with a cool story, a place in history, or educational value. So it has to have an interesting story behind the object or location. Case in point, Will's Stick in DC. (laughs) Signs with educational information. A cool piece of art or unique architecture, so that that would qualify for sculptures, statues, murals, paintings, mosaics, light installations, etc. What's going to be eligible for that is venues that showcase fine art. Buildings designed by renowned architects or structures famously placed for their architecture. Submit a hidden gem or hyper-local spot. So, this qualifies for a popular local spot that you would take a friend visiting your community for the first time. And the, there's pictures that go along with this. The picture they're showing here, it looks like a very, like, hole-in-the-wall guitar shop. Yep. A popular spot that locals gather, must may, but may be lesser known outside the community. This literally looks like just a non-Starbucks yeah. coffee shop. I can, like, I, I can find eight restaurants in Milwaukee that have these <laughs> same exact chairs.
2: I tried to do this. I tried to use the, um, we have like a courtyard between the two uh, companies that own the building I'm in. And I tried to use that logic with my Pokemon uh, Pokestop submission. And it got, like, rejected in like a day. Oh, so, do, you, do you get an okay. email when it gets rejected? No, you just go to the Wayfair no, website yeah. and log in and then you can see what you've submitted oh. and where it okay. is in the queue. But
1: there, so there's a set of escalators in in the lobby of one of the buildings, and at the top of this escalator has a tiny, and I mean tiny, fountain. And somebody got that successfully through. I'm like, <laughs> H- how? I mean, they, I will give this. They took a picture of it that makes it look huge, <laughs> and I'll give them that. But the actual thing I want, I'm like, really, that that little thing? That's... All right, I mean, I'll take it. It's a new stop on my way. Tick off that. Got to get eight
0: tourist spot that shows local flavor and culture that makes your city slash neighborhood unique. So they so, they have a picture of voodoo donuts in um what is that Portland?
1: I think that's Portland. Oh
0: well, yeah. Uh, I, I mean uh-huh. that that's such an easy one because everyone talks about voodoo donuts. <laughs> <laughs> They said a more off-the-beaten-path tourist attraction, i.e., if you are if you weren't local, you wouldn't know to go there. Again, they show, like, a hole-in-the-wall cafe. They have adventurous tourist attractions. Think lookout towers, observations, signs, or markers atop mountain peaks, etc. So this is a picture of one of those things in a park that, like, show, like, restroom this way, trail this way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, why is that
0: a... I mean, those make sense. You want somebody to, like... I, don't, you,
1: you, I mean, you want people out and about. You want them to go to the forest areas where Pokemon don't spawn because people aren't using <laughs> right. the phone there. So, you know, sign all of those up so that nothing will spawn there and <laughs> nobody will visit them.
0: Easy things like public parks, public libraries, public places of worship, transit, transit stations. Although for transit stations, it says... Submit hubs like Grand Central Station, but not every smaller transit stop like a subway station or a bus stop. Look, it's Niantic's an game and their rules, but I feel like bus stops should qualify. <laughs> I don't know. No. Like, how I...
1: They should not. You don't think but, so? They're not on every no.
0: corner. They're like every eight blocks.
2: Yeah, if every Starbucks no. can be a stop, then every bus stop can be a stop.
1: <laughs> There's more yeah, Starbucks, Starbucks than bus pays stops. Big bucks to get there, and they yeah, serve you know coffee. what's gonna
0: happen in like six months? It's gonna be like, oh, sorry, our Starbucks membership ended. We're removing thirty thousand Pokestops from one city. If you're gonna oh, make somebody stand and suffer at a bus stop, at least give them the option to spin it. I actually hate this rule. <laughs> okay, the following, um, the
1: following- So when are you going to submit your house, you know, Pokemon Podcast Museum?
0: There's there's nothing near my house that would qualify as a Pokestop. You could,
1: you could show your, your wall as a local hangout for major Pokemon fans, because it's on stream all the time. Okay. And just That's have true. people tromping through your house. It's a win win.
0: There's nothing near me that qualifies as a Pokestop. But in downtown Wawatosa, they there was a community project where they painted a bunch of murals like every two blocks on the side of all the buildings. And they're really great. I actually there's some on my Instagram. I took one of like Rose Raiden, one of Scyther. Oh yeah, those are awesome. But they just put those up like four or five months ago, and none of them are Pokestops. And I believe they all qualify, so I'm going to actually try to do those. Which is great, because the downtown Tosa area already has a lot of stops. But this would literally be a new stop every two blocks to fit in between the ones that already exist. Okay, so ineligible would be nominations that do not have pedestrian access. So they show, like, welcome to our city, but it's in the middle of the... It's on the, what do they call that? The median between the median. Yes. Uh, two roads, so that's not eligible.
1: I mean, not with that attitude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nominations on the ground of primary slash elementary, secondary slash high schools, preschools, kindergartens, or child care centers. Um, so you are not allowed to do uh, any of those schools, but universities and higher education institutes are acceptable. So college and private college,
1: I guess. <laughs> community college technical college. College. college do you go to college or private college <laughs> I got a private college thank you very much
0: nominations with a private residential property including farms so they, uh, they show a picture of somebody's fountain in their yard so you cannot submit your fountain
1: but if you paint a mural on your garage door in the alley you could get away with it, I think.
2: I think you're that, right. I, yeah, get yep.
1: get on it. Hire if you an take artist. a
0: picture in a certain way, they yeah. won't tell it's <laughs> your. If a you grudge. zoom in
1: on that <laughs> tiny, tiny fountain, they'll be like, "Sure."
0: <laughs> Nominations that obscure, obstruct the driveway of emergency services, or may interfere with operations such as fire stations, police stations, hospitals, military bases, industrial sites, power plants, and air traffic control towers.
1: Get wrecked, holiday travelers. (laughs) That tower you've been sitting at for four hours ain't going to be a stop.
0: Ineligible. Nominations that are not not permanent, including seasonal displays, only put up uh, specific times. They're showing a Christmas tree here.
1: Now, there are Christmas stores that are up (laughs) 24-7. I feel that this is unjust, and but would unfair. you
0: take would you take your community there yes. for the first time
1: you did 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 we not take you to a Christmas store in the middle of summer when you're here from all of America for your birthday? Yes, we did
0: that's probably true. yeah ineligible so. <laughs> nominations that do not have a fixed location boats, trains, food trucks, and mobile libraries mobile libraries
1: yeah. You know,
0: why does niantic hate my <laughs> transportation i can't submit my local mobile library i can't submit a bus stop
1: it's all temporary i mean really if you think about it everything's temporary nothing's permanent none of these should be stops <laughs> ineligible
0: wow. nominations that are not an object but a, a person body part or animal
1: No, you got to get creative how to sneak your dog into the picture like I did.
0: (laughs) Nominations of a photo or materials you do not own, which is, I don't know how you would do this because, well, okay, so when I submitted Uh, the Lego thing, I had to take two pictures. I get it. Yeah. I guess you couldn't like go to Lego's website and copy their picture and then submit it, but there was no way to do that on the phone. It like just forced you to
2: take a picture. Does that mean you can't take a picture of a picture?
1: Oh, that would make sense. Like, you can't screen cap it.
2: Well, then, wouldn't that be like... Oh, okay. Got it. Never mind.
0: Nominations of a low-quality photo.
1: It took me a long time to figure out that they were showing this is being taken for yeah. car. Yeah,
0: it took me a second, but in this picture, <laughs> there's, like, the car dashboard, so that would make it ineligible. At
1: first, I'm like, oh, what a weird railing. Oh.
0: You are not allowed to submit cemetery gra- cemeteries or gravestones or burial grounds.
2: But uh, you can do churches.
0: <laughs> do not submit a gravestone unless the object belongs to a famous slash historical figure it is fifty or more years old and open to the public. Memorials that how... do not contain burials are acceptable. Well this it's is considered why Victory famous. Great. Like, like Instagram famous, yeah. Twitter
2: famous or like oh, Well, anyone says Instagram
0: famous. famous right now, you have to wait the fifty year.
1: 50 years before their career is dead. (laughs) And then, when they're no longer an influencer, (laughs) then you can take a picture of their gravestone, of their closed Instagram account, and be like, I found this on the side of the road next to this bus stop.
0: Nominations that are mass produced art pieces or objects do not submit these unless the nomination has some culture, some culture significance. This, like, makes no sense.
1: There are. There are a number of street signs that are mass-produced for specific colors or for specific things. I think they're trying to stop, like, here's a collection of really cool artistic street signs, but they don't necessarily have a cultural... They just did it to pretty up, like, let's beautify the streets. Like, they're trying to stop that stuff.
0: Ineligible nominations that are natural features... This includes what? a nomination where a subject is a lake, river, stream, mountain, volcano, or waterfall.
1: Get rectified. Photos away. that All include man made
0: points of interest, uh, plaques, signs near the natural features are acceptable.
1: <laughs> we want the sign, not the feature. We
0: don't want your
2: beautiful view. We don't Just want Just give your us beautiful the vista. sign. Yeah, what is wrong? What is up with that?
1: Hey, Look, there's a lot of mountains. I think uh, my only guess is, like, <laughs> if you take
0: a picture of a mountain or a river or a stream, that's, like, not directing. That's, like...
1: It's, it could be anywhere.
0: What makes your view better than somebody else's view, where it's, like, you can't argue over the one sign that exists? I guess. Would be Rude. maybe my guess. Okay, ineligible nominations that are adult-oriented stores or services... Such as Kmart, Sears, Target, Walmart. <laughs> Sears is
1: no longer in existence. <laughs> oh. Nor is Kmart.
0: Those are all adult stores.
1: Oh, and believe me, <laughs> every target every target's a poke stuff here. Do not <laughs> Okay, do so not the even actual thing
0: it. it says is liquor stores, adult entertainment, shooting ranges, firearm stores, etc.
1: Okay. So the picture they have, which is Liquor Party Port, which is an amazing name. <laughs> But, but anybody who actually drinks
0: three sheeps on, sheeps on sale, beer three of shake. the month, lakefront, seven ninety nine.
1: dollars <laughs> Why does this liquor store sell livestock? I'm not understanding this sign.
0: <laughs> this is what, okay, this actually does, this one doesn't make sense either. I understand, like, okay, I get it. Don't tag liquor stores. Don't tag adult entertainment. Don't tag shooting ranges. Although you could argue that, like, establishes that serve alcohol beverages like bars and pubs are acceptable like yeah. i have a pub near me that was a that was a pokestop and then it turned into a gym just recently which is like kind of great because i could tell when that because i can see it from my house if i opened up pokemon go i'd be like oh you the day there was a new event that that pub was popping there was lures all night long at this one pub. (laughs) So, you know, somebody's there getting slammed and they're catching Pokemon every night. Take a
1: shot, spin the,
0: (laughs) taking a shot, spinning the stop. So it's like, Oh, there's a new event. Nine times out of 10 that, that from my house, I could see that, Oh, there's going to be lures all night long. But now I can't see that anymore because you can't lure gyms. So, uh, so I'm very confused on, like, what triggered that Pokestop being a gym. Was it just because one dude was getting plastered every night and, like, lightened up with...
1: (laughs) Yeah. This is a hopping place. Plus, these people drunk spend on coins all night. Because the, Light no, it up.
0: The pub itself is no one's going to it because
1: because bus
0: stops can't be stops. No one's walking over there to spin that stop. There's only like four people in that bar spinning it at night. I don't know. What's making it a gym? Oh, this is so confusing. But. Why are pubs acceptable, but...
1: We haven't gotten to the best ineligible yet. Oh, so yeah, to get I know to this, so is, we can get
0: to... this is possibly the best content we've had on the show. All
1: right. <laughs> Potentially
0: confusing nominations. Here we go. <laughs>
1: Potentially confusing is the
2: greatest. Oh, whole this article is the best <laughs>
0: If my oh. Lego stop doesn't get approved, I'm deleting You're... Pokemon.
2: <laughs> I'm guessing it won't get approved, to be completely honest with you, Steve. and I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I am
1: writing them. I,
0: you can submit a pub, <laughs> but you can't submit a Lego stop.
1: Pu- they're well? submitting the pub, not the mass-produced bottles inside. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> okay, we're, well, before we get to potentially confusing, do you guys think Apple stores should be submitted? No.
1: No. Well, no. they're culturally significant.
0: They're culturally significant. They're high traffic community areas. You are allowed but to go to nothing. an Apple store to use their internet. And and there are tons of people in Apple stores that are paying their bills. Bobby and I, I both mean, know this. Yeah. Apple provides a <laughs> yes. good service of providing people with free internet to pay their water bill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if, yep. if apples decides to do an official partnership with Pokemon Go they then would yes. never
0: and also most apple stores are already pokestops
2: and they're also changing apple stores to be like kind of like entertainment areas and they have
0: learning like... yeah they they have like workshops where you can literally walk in sit down and learn about stuff i would say my Apple store near the Lego store is not an Apple store. It's not a Pokestop.
2: Oh, I see where this is going.
0: But oh. but if you were to go to like Fifth Ave, literally any Apple store in in New York or Chicago, all of those Apple stores are Pokestops. And m- mostly because they, their architecture is so great that that right. alone makes yeah. it.
1: But, but the if Apple like the bland, is in malls, if it's the Bland store in Mall of America, then heck no.
0: No, the Apple store in Mall of America is a is a Pokestop. It? Yeah, but sure. usually the they're, they're Pokestops because there is some sort of uniqueness outside to the apples. I don't know. I feel like Apple stores qualify. I think they should, although it's the ones in, the in
2: San Diego don't have much uniqueness to them, unfortunately. The one in but,
1: Uptown looks exactly like the one in Roseville. So, like, mm, I don't know. I think it's part of this potentially confusing. All right, let's get
0: to the potentially (laughs) confusing here. The following examples cover situations that have generated questions and confusion, whether these should be submitted or not. Graffiti tags. While spray paint artwork and murals are acceptable, graffiti tags that just include the graffiti's writer's name and initials are ineligible. Additionally, graffiti tags that are often removed regularly... Additionally, graffiti tags are often regularly removed, so they may be ineligible under non-permanent criteria. I think that one's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Ineligible. Generic. <laughs> <laughs> Generic local business locations. (laughs) Generic local business businesses do not meet criteria on their own without Uh, having historical culture value, community significance, or distinctive architecture. They show a picture (laughs) of a um, hot pink and neon green.
1: How is that generic? Yeah, what that town is... <laughs> is it that this hot pink and lime green color scheme is generic? <laughs> I want to live there. <laughs> it is the most amazing picture with the wildest description How? of what it is.
2: Is that that is like a, a metal roof, right? Like a pink metal roof yes, on there too. Yeah. Okay,
0: okay but does this go roof. back to rule number one? Like if if Greg is in town. And I'm like, oh Greg, I got the perf this this hot pink hole in the wall, <laughs> literally shack on the side of a park uh, a parking garage. They got the best corn dogs. Mm. I need to take you there. Does that not then qualify?
1: No, because I'm gonna be like, ooh, yikes Steve, this looks really generic.
0: <laughs> Eligible.
1: Yes. <laughs> Just so you're aware, graffiti nah.
0: Graffiti nah. Street art and urban art, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm, <laughs> yeah informal
0: artwork or works created with spray paint are eligible as long as they represent cool <laughs> As let me reread this. As long cool. it, <laughs> informal <laughs> Informal artworks and works created with spray paint are eligible, so as long as they represent cool pieces cool. of art.
1: Okay. I cool. want to work at Mehantic <laughs> to be on the cool pieces of art committee. This is cool this this plain tree is cool, hot pink <laughs> building, generic. It's obvious, duh. <laughs> I can't even believe we're having this conversation. This, this, but the pump down has the a street for me
0: with a sandbag game that's allowed to be a stop. <laughs> that,
1: well, yeah, heck, we'll
0: make it a gym. Yeah, <laughs> because one guy was pumping in 80 cents every 30 minutes, <laughs> <laughs> so it's we're gonna turn tab. it into a gym.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: the, the subtitle of the next one oh. is the best
0: ineligible high quality object (laughs) with low quality image (laughs) (laughs) that's the name of my new podcast (laughs) high quality high uh, high quality audio low quality content content.
1: that's this one Uh, you already are doing it a
0: nomination that would otherwise be acceptable is ineligible if the photo is low quality Ineligible sculpture on roundabout without pedestrian access.
1: Again, not with that attitude. Everything (sighs) is accessible. Ineligible.
0: (laughs) Nomination with photo that unnecessarily includes people. As a general rule. I don't know what's happening in this photo. As a general rule, don't submit a photo that includes people if you can avoid it. If you can't, like a crowded tourist attraction, you may submit the photo with People so long as they're not in focus or posing for the camera.
1: Oh, unnecessarily include people. Is it great?
0: Going back to my Lego stop. It took (laughs) forever to get a picture where there was no people in the picture. I had to wait for everyone to walk out of the way.
1: (laughs) Did you start yelling at people? Move!
0: (laughs) I need to submit this stop. Eligible. Nominations with photos that include people... You may submit a photo with people as long as they're not the focus. They show a picture of the not. Is, this isn't the real Eiffel Tower. It's way too small. Maybe it is. It is. It is. Why does it look so is tiny? is not that big. Isn't I really there, wish the there's, there's, there's an Eiffel Tower in Vegas, though,
2: isn't there? It's just even. There's yes. a
1: fake Eiffel Tower
0: it's in Vegas. It's a fake Eiffel yeah, Tower because it's,
2: like, it's part of the Paris Hotel.
1: And it's smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. But it's not. This is clearly not, not it. It. Vegas. <laughs> this is, there's no
0: other this buildings is around it. not the Vegas
1: one. Uh, uh, i really
2: wish this said uh, nominations with photos that include cool people yeah that'd be wonderful oh my hand
0: i think everyone knows this one i <laughs> yeah. so this is an audio podcast so sometimes these photos are hard to explain but this is it says ineligible decorative parking bollard is that how you say it i've never heard that Ballard. word bollard bollard objects like this are mass produced and have no cultural significance therefore they do not meet eligibility and it is a picture of the giant red (laughs) target ball that's in front of all the
2: targets that are every
1: target which are already
2: all pokestops
1: they are (laughs) especially when they were painted to look like mario and a million people submitted them as mario murals yep was the greatest moment of all time.
0: I I logged into Wayfarer. My my Lego store is still in queue.
1: Yeah, they're gonna hear this and be like denied.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> eligible nominations that are indoors. Indoor nominations are eligible so long as they're accessible to the public in some capacity. Note: these nominations are less likely to be approved because they are uh, more likely to be on private resident residential property see ineligible nomination criteria above or to be in an area in which groups can con conjugate and play comfortably so that would make sense i'm assuming that if you're in i suppose like a library could have a cool sculpture in the library that you could submit they often do yeah and then whereas like museum isn't always open and probably has tons of cool things that you could submit so that's probably yeah, the, the well, th-
1: malls aren't always open either
0: that's true but malls also don't have cool things every four steps well libraries aren't always open either i mean and technically Niantic, in milwaukee parks close at nine 10 p.m 9, so all the pokestops then close themselves do they really? Is that a thing? Like yeah, the that's Poke a thing Tops in Milwaukee. Just go away yeah, um, they um, they look like permanent team rocket stops, except they don't shake. They go from like a blue to that dark blue, and you can't spin them.
1: Oh.
2: I've never seen a closed poker stop before. Nope. That's oh. interesting. Yeah, I heard all... you talk about them before. Yeah, but, the old I mean,
0: go to uh,
1: Milwaukee where mm, they hate fun. The yeah. old uh, <laughs> <laughs> the old lawsuit. <laughs> right.
0: For the right. record, that Milwaukee lost. <laughs> 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 All right, ineligible Nomi- nomination that is a private home that is registered as a historic landmark, regardless of historic value, if the location is using is if the location is being used as a private residence, it is ineligible.
1: How do they know though? How do they know? How can I nominate <laughs> a gym? Is
0: a frequently asked question. At the time, you cannot nominate a gym. Some not, 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 nominations will turn into gyms. Locations are automatically de- designated as, as gyms using a number of factors. Does not list what factors mm. are. Yeah. No, it does not. not. Like,
1: <laughs> a bunch of drunk people spinning the stop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's not even that popular of a pub. <laughs> I don't understand.
1: I mean, I don't know why my at and building sculpture became a gym either, but it did, so. My lure days are gone.
2: Yeah, that's always a bummer when that happens. <sighs> they need to just add lures to gyms.
1: Seriously, why can't you add a lure to a gym?
2: Yeah. I don't know. Or,
1: wait, why can't I add a lure to a gym?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there's your, uh... <laughs> <laughs> trying to, we're tr- actively trying to make Pokemon Go a better game here. Cut us some slack, Neantic. We're trying. <laughs> Before we go to break, Bobby, did you do the three-hour thing?
2: I was at Balboa Park, the, the giant park next to where I usually do community day. Um but it wasn't like the focus of why I was there. So I did well, I did like one raid on my way there. Wasn't shiny. Uh wasn't even great. <laughs> so that, that was it.
0: It seems, at least for me, I have a full friends list.
1: I like how you didn't even ask.
0: No, I know no, I know I didn't do it. I didn't either. do it. <laughs> it seems for me. I would I would always have the issue where I had just I, I can only open 20 gifts a day and I just have way too many gifts to get to everyone. But recently and I'm guilty of this too, I haven't been playing a lot because of Sword and Shield, which we're yeah. going to talk about a bunch of Sword and Shield news after the break here. I have tried to open 20 gifts and I feel like I don't have 20 gifts to open. <laughs> so I know I'm not playing a lot, but it seems at least on my friends list of 200 Which is a small sample size. I'm not, I don't, no one's sending gifts anymore. (laughs) And there Uh, has been,
1: there has been event
0: after event. Niantic hasn't really slowed down on events, although I would argue that these events have not been as great.
1: No. Mm
0: -mm. I went from having like a hundred gifts
2: to open to not even having 20 gifts to open. And part of that may be, I know I'm guilty of this, I'm really bad at the whole gift giving and opening gift thing to begin with. I always have, like, a full amount of gifts or whatever oh. in my items thing. I, have I a lot. Yeah, I don't ever remember to my do that. My issue is that
1: my bag fills up. And once my bag fills up and I have to go manage it, I'm like, I'm over opening gifts. I'm right. Like, I'm that, done. Yep.
2: That's I'm also...
1: Done. And the fact that most of the time I get stardust and maybe one other thing, and that would not have filled my bag. Simply be, like, it's like, it was all stardust. Just let me open them and go over. Mm-hmm. Every, like by two, and then stop the next one. It's super frustrating.
2: Yeah, it knows what it's going to be. It should just let you open yeah, it, it up. Like,
1: open all these. These are all Stardust. Or if my um, bag
2: is full, just give eggs. me nothing but Stardust. That's all I want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just switch it over to a Stardust system. Yeah, right. Nobody needs items.
2: Just Stardust. I think that the other thing is, and a lot of people have been saying this, like, the events haven't been good lately. Um... But honestly, uh, they, uh, they've been events that allow people to not really feel like they need to make a choice between, like, Sword and Shield and Go. And it sort of makes me wonder if, like, that's was part of, like, the Pokemon Company's, like, plan. So, like, do these kind of, like, not as high-key events during the, like, first month of, of Sword and Shield. Not that, like, just to keep people playing the other game for a little bit. And then jump back into it with, cause you know, there'll be a holiday event like in a couple weeks, I'm sure. And then there will not be. The, <laughs> well, the like the, the two part
0: community day is next weekend.
2: Yeah. And then get I get everything
1: think, you already got.
2: Yeah, exactly. But then there'll be a holiday event. They'll have Delibird again and that whole thing. And uh, that'll be a bigger event. That'll be more like the Halloween event, I, I'm guessing. And then it'll go from there. But I don't know. It just seems like interesting that. There's all these like small events that you can do if yeah. you want to, but they're not like you know, they're not great grand events. And that felt the same time that Sword and Shield came out. So I don't know, I kind of feel like there's like a hey, play this a little bit, but like focus on this game instead, and then holidays come around, hop back into go for the holidays. Well, I event.
1: imagine also it gets harder around winter time and big holidays. Like the thought of my main option for next community event is going to Mall of America, because it's going to be negative one outside, so outside is not an option, but I would have to go to the biggest mall two weeks before Christmas? Yeah, Are you kidding me? No.
2: I don't know. As for, like, the for instance, this event, I think this event's actually pretty great. Like, the spawns that are... Everything that's spawning is is like fun. It's just like different stuff, but I think that it is, like you said, in part weather. Uh, but I really do think too, like a lot of people are just deciding to set it down to play another game right now. I, I don't know. Like I also think I feel like this is the part of this is the part of the year every year where we we see this. I don't know. I think a big part is weather. But I also think that it might just be a different time where people just want to play something else.
0: We'll take a break here. When we come back, we got a bunch of Sword and Shield news to run through. And then we have our uh, question of the week. No Pokemon of the week, because Will is out of town. Because
1: Will is at the packs.
2: He's at the He's packs. He's got the
1: PAX at the pox. Oh, packs.
2: Oh, PAX Unplugged or something? Yeah. Yeah,
1: PAX Unplugged. All right, we'll be right back.
0: I don't know if we've ever brought this up on the show before, but I am officially sponsored and partnered with G Fuel, and I don't think it's ever been in ad format. But my G Fuel code is thirty percent off for the next couple weeks. Here it ends on December twenty sixth. So if you have never tried G Fuel and you're looking to maybe dabble in it, my code PKMNCAST, Pokemon Cast, just short. Uh, same as my Twitch name, same as every other shorthand, pkmancast.com, etc. Everything but the Twitter. It's 30% off. Normally it's always 10% off and it does support me directly. But it's 30% off for the next couple weeks. So if you're interested in trying G Fuel, they do have a couple of starter kits that come with seven different flavors that you can dabble in. I don't know why I keep using the word dabble. Uh, but if you want some actual recommendations of flavors I personally like and drink, I would recommend Battle Juice, Sour Blue Chug Rug, Cotton Candy, Golden Apple Pear, or Phaseberry. And if you don't know what G Fuel is, I probably should have led with that. Uh, G Fuel is an energy uh, drink, so think of it kind of like Crystal Light. It's a powder that you mix with water, uh, and it has caffeine in it. Uh, a little bit more caffeine than a cup of coffee would do it has uh no sugar Uh, it has a bunch of different flavors that i also didn't name but i named you the the favorite ones that i personally like so again if you're interested gfuel.com ends on december 26th so you have plenty of time code p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t and if you get it let me know what you think even if you like it if you don't like it would love to know i've been drinking it every day for almost two years and, uh, I do, I do like it a lot. Otherwise I wouldn't, I wouldn't be bringing it up and chilling it, but, uh, I'll let you guys get, get back to the episode and, uh, yeah. Okay. We are back and, uh, let's get, let's get this news out of the way real quick before we do sword and shield stuff. Mewtwo and new gears arrive in Pokemon rumble rush.
1: I literally forgot that was a game
0: looking forward Same. to more excitement in rumble rush. Greg.
1: Starting, uh, I am looking for any excitement in Rumble <laughs> Rush, so hit me up.
0: Starting November 27th, more than 100 new Pokemon will be added to the game, including Alolan Raichu and Galissapod. <laughs> Plus, the legendary Pokemon Mewtwo has begun to appear, including as a special gift. Wait, where was the National Dexers on this game? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this game was missing Pokemon. There are also new Pokemon powers to get that can be increased. The CP of certain Pokemon. You can also check out new style powers like Grappler, uh, which cause Pokemon to do more damage if it's closer. There are some new update gameplay tweaks. The amount of damage per second you deal will be displayed on the screen. Uh, There will also be total damage done to super bosses. There you go. Rumble Rush uh, still, still kicking it, I guess. There was also an update to Pokemon Masters. They also added Mewtwo to Pokemon Masters. Are are you back in, Greg?
1: Um, I play every once in a while. The, I will say this. To their credit, the rewards are a little bit better. But still to their detriment, the gameplay, real boring still, and still very <laughs> grindy. But the rewards are better, so it doesn't feel as soul-crushing when I play, but it certainly doesn't get me to play a lot.
0: Don't you just have to do... Don't you just have to do the one event over and over and over again to get Mewtwo?
1: You can. So the level at which you can do it... So you have to get 800 of the Mewtwo tickets. Oh, to, only, only 800. Yeah, only 800 to unlock Mewtwo. I'm like, the chance to get Mewtwo... I'm kind of confused as to how that part works because I do not have the 800 Mewtwo tickets. But... Lower levels naturally give you very few of those tickets, and the higher levels give you more. So I I can't do the max level because, look, I don't care that much. <laughs> like, I'm not, I can only spend so much time trying to grind out the necessary items to up all of these people I need. So I'm at, like, the third level, and I think I get 30 the first time I do it, and then, like... 20 every attempt after. Mm. So mm. it's a bit of a chug. And that sounds
0: it, fun.
1: Yeah, and the problem <laughs> is, is you only can really get those tickets by doing the cooperative. You're paired with two other people. And sometimes those other people, just like Max Raid Battles, are really <laughs> bad and don't bring good <laughs> Pokemon. And so I could spend sometimes five minutes trying to chug through this and be the last person standing and have no hope of getting through it because and I've just waited wasted 5 minutes and you get nothing if you fail. So it's just like okay. So I I do spend some time on it but the minute I hit any sort of like any hint of frustration in that game, I'm out. I can go play <laughs> A multitude of other better games. Plus, there's a really good Pokemon game out right now that I would much rather play than Masters.
0: There's also a special Legendary Rally, which has players given, giving players a chance to earn up to 4,200 gems within a 14-day period if they just log in. So don't forget yep. to play every day.
1: <laughs> yep. I will... like you can get a lot of things. The, you know, summoning portal... Still is one of the worst experiences of all summoning <laughs> games, but go for it, everybody. This
0: is off Pokemon.com 2020 Pokemon Video Game Championship Format Rules VGC. Tournaments will be shifting to Sword and Shield starting January 4th. We'll go through the rules. We'll- Real quick here, all battles will be double battles played in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Each player will need to own a Nintendo Switch or a Nintendo Switch Lite and a physical or digital version of Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield to compete. Pokemon will need to be have have to be caught in the Galar region, uh, showing a Galar symbol. I don't
2: know what that symbol is
0: supposed to look like.
2: I think it's the uh, the Pokeball. If you look at your Pokedex with the air, with like the triangles coming out of it, blades, I always thought it was like a sword (laughs) kind of going through. I thought it was like a sword slash going through like a shield that's the Pokeball or something like that.
0: Got it. Yeah. If you bred and made a perfect Ferrothorn in Sudden Moon, unfortunately, (laughs) you'll have to do that work over again. All Pokemon from the Galar region regional Pokedex will be permitted except for mythical Pokemon and certain legendary Pokemon. Pretty sure they still don't want to say uh Eternatus' name at this point.
1: Right.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All Pokemon will be set to level 50, including Pokemon below level 50. Duplicate Pokemon are not allowed. Duplicate held items, not allowed. Each battle will be each battle will open with a 90 second team preview phase. Players will have 7 minutes of your time, 45 seconds of move time, uh, and now returning to VG, now returning to the VGC 15 minutes of game time in each battle. Additionally, restrictions apply to Pokémon that are Gigantamaxing. Some Pokémon are very rare. There are some opportunities to find them more frequently. For instance, from Friday, November 15th to January 20th. Uh, you are more likely to encounter G Max Dreadnought in Pokemon Sword, G Max Corviknight in Pokemon Shield, and Gigantamax Butterfree in Max Raid Battles. Why are why are they refusing to mention Sandaconda and Senascorch? Because they're they're obviously boosted
2: too. Are they boosted? Are they? Maybe they're just not as boosted as...
0: I don't think they're as boosted, but they're definitely Uh-oh. boosted.
2: Well, I think it's the fact that uh, the event is was Butterfree, right? That was, like, the one that they yeah, were... Yeah, that, was the, and that then, was the big event. And then the Sanaconda and the uh, Scorch are available in both, I think, versus, like, the Dreadnought being more likely in Sword and Corviknight being more likely in Shield. So they're, like, going with the... They're just mentioning, I think, the exclusive of, like, what's more likely to happen, and then also the event that they've announced. I see.
0: Yeah. Permitted to Gigantamax will expand every few months (gasps) in which these Pokemon will become more common. As of January 4th, the following Pokemon are able to Gigantamax. Butterfree, Corviknight, Drednaw, Sentiscorch, Meowth, Pikachu, Eevee, Snorlax, Sandaconda, and Charizard, only with the ability Blaze.
2: Those are the ones that are... Permitted. Oh,
0: permitted allowed
2: okay yeah
0: uh did you guys do the competition this weekend the nope. galler beginnings
2: i signed up and then i forgot okay. i haven't done it
0: <laughs> well, do, i mean do your, Pokemon, do your I do your one match before 6 p.m. your time i think to get your 50 battle points okay i'll do that after this
1: <laughs> it's just easier way to get battle points
0: <laughs> it is an easy way to get battle points cuz you get uh it th- it was weird that they decided singles but i don't i don't know maybe they were maybe they were Testing.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I, I have just been working through. Like, I just rented somebody's team that did all the work for me, and just been working through the battle tower. It's super easy. I'm like, yeah. So
0: really battle tower my. gives mm. you two battle points per battle. I think if you win, right. If you lose, you don't get yeah. any. Nope. Um, this gives rank you 50 up, battle
2: you three, right? Yeah.
0: This okay. gives you 50 battle points just by doing. You only had to do one match. You didn't have to do three. I was so surprised how many people didn't know about this gallery beginnings. I don't know like do they do they need to just start hitting players with a notification when they like connect to the internet because they the, should. the amount they of should. player the amount of people that came into my stream and I stream daily. I'm not trying to advertise my stream but
1: <laughs> sell out
0: just like on the podcast I like to you know make sure people are up to date with stuff. It was just like every day I would be like, hey, you should sign up for the Galar Beginnings thing because once it starts, you cannot sign up. And it is the easiest way to get 50 battle points. You don't need a team ready. You just have to go into verses, go to live, of, live competition or whatever the one was, click on official competition and then click sign up it is four button presses unlike the gts you don't have to go to a website you don't have to go to festival plaza you don't have to link your id it is the easiest thing to do and you could have done it the minute you got your starter pokemon
1: four clicks though four clicks (laughs) every day i
0: would remind people to do it and then all of this past week, I was building a team, and people would come in and they would be like, "What are you building? What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm building a team for the tournament." <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh, there's a tournament this week," and I'd be like, "Yep, <laughs> you should definitely sign up right now." When you ask this question about with what, what, what was I doing? I'm building a team for this tournament, and then on Friday or Thursday night when the tournament started, I'm like, "Well, the tournament started. I guess we gotta, we gotta, we gotta skip some steps here and just." Go with what we got. And then on Friday it was like, oh, I didn't know there was a tournament. How do I sign up? <laughs> I've been telling uh. you guys for three weeks <laughs> well, every day.
1: Rip. I didn't do it.
0: So if you're listening to this podcast, the it's next tournament. The, yeah, the, the next tournament. You can sign up immediately. You do not need a team ready. Your team is locked in when you're ready to actually compete so just sign up even if you even if you don't think you're going to do it you could change your mind last minute and then go in with a, a squovet and a rook and a yamper and a boltund. doesn't matter because almost every single time it just requires you to do three matches to get your reward and you can lose all three there's no penalty just just for future references Sign up when they give you the
2: opportunity. And as someone who has lost almost every single match he's ever done in these (laughs) tournaments, I will say you absolutely still get the reward. I win sometimes. I won like once, maybe twice.
1: Okay, those were the
0: VGC 2020 rules. Before we get to our big news, I'm going to throw it over to Maddie. She is doing a new segment on the show. Uh, She actually recorded this when she was at the Galler Gala, so uh, because we weren't doing normal episodes, it's a little bit late, but still worthy. Think of it as a pilot, you know, test episode. Uh, Maddie, Maddie put this together. She came to me with it. We're gonna throw in this episode, like I said, test pilot. Let me know what you guys think in Slack or on Twitter uh, about the segment. We might be running it again in the future with some different stuff. Uh, but uh, take it away, Maddie. <laughs>
3: thanks steve happy pokemon sword and shield day and welcome to the first episode of maddie on the move a brand new series on the it's super effective podcast where me maddie goes on the move into public to see what people think about pokemon tonight i'm going to will co-host of the podcast party welcoming in and the new game let's go inside and see what people think All right, I'm here with Robert at the Galar Gala. I just want to get some thoughts. Robert, one word, what do you think of the game?
0: Cute. (laughs) Yeah, so I played it by myself for a little while, and it was fine, standard Pokemon fare. But now that I'm here with a bunch of people and playing socially, it is six times more magical.
3: Do you hear that? Six times. Steven, what are you doing right now?
0: I am playing fetch with a Snover right now, and it is magical. (laughs)
3: Tell me, what does your face look like while you're doing this?
1: Uh, I'm assuming
2: it's the face of a child on Christmas morning.
3: You look look joyful and also tearful. Yep. Greg, can you tell me what you're doing right now?
1: I am preparing to do a max raid battle to fight a gigantic not-to.
3: Are you afraid?
1: Um, no. No. It's just a not-to.
3: Is there anyone that you could fight that you'd be afraid of?
1: Uh, there's a lot in the wild area that are very high-powered, and I'm, I run from them at all times. There's a giant beware that's wandering around that I'm pretty sure wants to kill me.
3: Well, I wish you luck, Greg. Thank you. Cameron, I notice you don't have a Switch.
1: Sort of. My husband has one.
3: What do you think of all this Pokemon craziness? Uh, I like
2: that you can have a pet Bacon that fights... Uh, like a skunk or whatever?
3: I also like that. I don't know the names of any Pokemon. Can you explain to me the one that you found notable earlier today?
0: Oh, the one that's face looks like a butt. Yeah, but I like that. then also the bacon.
3: Yeah, I like that. It... Do you want the butt or the bacon? I, I... I guess <laughs> the bacon. <laughs> Alright, you heard it here first. Michael, how many of these people have you met before tonight?
0: Um, Zero.
3: (laughs) And why did you come?
0: Uh, I was listening to the podcast and Will had spoken about the party and so I wanted to show up and hang out.
3: And thoughts?
0: It's a lot of fun and the new game is super awesome and it's great meeting new people.
3: And I also heard you're not part of the Slack. Can you explain why not?
0: Um, Well, I'm fairly new to the podcast, but it's something that I definitely want to get started on
1: soon, so shortly here.
3: Because the Slack's really good.
1: That's what I've been hearing, and I'm definitely going to be joining up shortly.
3: The mods are really cool.
1: (laughs) I don't know about that one.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. (laughs) Okay, I'm making my rounds. Next up is Vince. Vince, one word. What do you think of the game? Amazing. Okay. um, Two words. What do you think of the game? Really amazing. That's quite a statement. Do you have anything else to say? Uh. I am very happy with the selection of Pokemon that I found so far. Which one's your favorite? Uh, still Score Bunny. Yeah, Score the coolest. Mm-hmm. What did you name your Score Bunny? Uh, I'm doing a wrestling theme for all of my names. So my Score Bunny is Becky Lynch. All right, this was the first episode of Maddie on the Move, the brand-new segment on It's Super Effective, the Pokemon podcast. (laughs) This has been approved by Steve Black Jr. Well, I'm at your party. Do you have anything to say?
2: I'm just very grateful that you showed up at my party and that all these other wonderful people are here enjoying playing Sword and Shield.
3: Do you think they're happy I'm walking around interviewing them? Uh,
2: Some of them are, and some of them I think are just confused.
3: I get it. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Maddie on the Move. We'll see you in cyberspace. Now, back to you, Steve.
0: Thanks, Maddie, for that coverage. Now time for the big news of the episode. This is off Pokemon.com. Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield Max Raid Battle Tips.
1: Okay, you skipped the clickbait. The clickbait title on the main page is Fight Huge Pokemon for Fabulous Prizes. Oh, okay. That is
0: very clickbaity.
1: That is clickbaity, because the prizes are not fabulous. They're pretty okay. I <laughs> They're mean, okay, but I, for prizes. like
0: Here's some clickbait. I got some okay. hot Max Raid tips to share oh, with you.
1: Is it changing my date? Because I'm not going to do that. Uh, no, it's not
0: changing your date. They're all all my tips- are legal within oh, the game
1: good grief
0: how galler uh yeah. one <laughs> of the most exciting new features of pokemon sword and shield is max raid battles fighting battles I give a- them that fighting battles against humongous pokemon is pretty cool on its own yeah we'll have to ask Neantic about this yeah
1: <laughs> yeah get with it Neantic. wait they've been doing gigantic size pokemon for a while
0: And it's a great way to get rare Pokemon and valuable items. Plus, it's one of the few times you get to team up with friends and work together to defeat an opponent instead of battling each other. If you're looking for some tips on how to make the most out of Max Raid battles, or if you're wondering if you should bother with them at all, we've got the scoop. (laughs) Learn from... uh...
2: Pokemon, the Pokemon company has Pokemon the
0: scoop. Company. Learn <laughs> you with this? Yeah. what you can from Max Raid Battles, how to trigger new ones, tips for defeating, and how to encounter rare Pokemon like Ditto by using Wishing Pieces. If you're looking for a reason to engage in Max Raid Battles beyond having fun with your friends or with the game-controlled trainers like Martin... And that darn Soul Rock that won't stop using cosmic power. This is literally They admit it. They, they literally write this in the game or in they, the press release.
1: They know that this is a problem. The AI is the worst. Look. Stop bringing Magic Carp to an electric fight.
0: I will give <laughs> Pokemon Masters $100 if they add Martin and his Soul Rock to the game.
1: Yeah, okay, I'm back in the am and Soul I'm back in. I'm in.
0: Max Raid battles are a great way to encounter Pokemon that rarely in the wi- appear in the wild and Pokemon that otherwise appear only under certain weather conditions like Lucario may also appear. But even if you recognize the silhouette of a Max Raid battle opponent and realize you already have it registered into your Pokedex, think twice before declining the battle. Pokemon you capture in Max Raid battles are... The only Pokemon in Galar that may have hidden abilities. This was a lot of inf- misinformation going around. You can only get hidden ability Pokemon in this game in max raid battles. That being said, if you have a hidden ability Pokemon, yes, you could breed it. But the brilliant Pokemon do not have hidden abilities. That was been. Yeah. Not can't, can't happen. Yeah. They're also guaranteed to have at least one individual strength at maximum in higher max raid battles, at least three or four. This has also been misinformed. Typically, these Pokemon are pretty high level compared to other wild Pokemon, whether you're looking to expand your roster against other players or just to add Pokemon to your team, max raid battles are an incredible shortcut. So for the IVs, a five-star raid is guaranteed Four IVs, not five. It can have five. It can also have six, but guaranteed minimum four. Four Four-star max raid battle guaranteed three. Three Three-star guaranteed two. Two Two-star guaranteed one. Two and one-stars you're not going to see anyways once you beat the game, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) A five-star raid can have five or six, but you're only guaranteed minimum four. So keep that in mind. Also learn a treasure trove of you also will earn a treasure trove of items regardless of whether you capture the Pokemon or not. It is the only way to get Dynamax candy to boost your Dynamax Pokemon levels and to increase the amount of HP when they get by Dynamaxing or Gigantamaxing. Max raid battles are a great source of HP candies, rare candies, TRs and high value items like Big Pearls and Big Nuggets. If you're looking to level up your Pokemon quickly, the rewards for doing Max Raid Battles are the absolute fastest way to do so. Okay, we'll stop right here. Sorry, I have a lot to say about this stuff. I think that (laughs) Max Raid Battles are significantly better for leveling up than battling Chansey over and over. Absolutely agreed. Yes. Because you're getting a variety of Pokemon to battle, and you're getting to do a repetitive... Both are repetitive. I'm not saying they're not. (laughs) <laughs> A lot of max raid battles, I'm on autopilot, but I think if I'm picking two repetitive things over, uh, I want to pick max raid battle over Chansey.
1: I mean, I, or Auto now like, in black and white, <laughs> you are getting candies, not actual experience. Like, yeah, let's be clear. Like you are going in and you will like your level of Pokemon will get nothing from that battle but you will get the candies that you can use on anything. And that's the sort of important thing why it makes it a slightly better repetitive object because you're not having to repeat it on a specific. You're getting the tools to use on anything that you want to level, and they are pretty generous with the amount of candies that you get.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, also on top of the repetitiveness, like it's it's repetitive, but you're at least not fighting the same species over and over again. There's the variety <laughs> in being able to battle different Pokemon species with different IVs, shiny opportunity for multiple species versus, like, having 47 shiny chances because that's all you do to level up. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of... You get
1: to meet Martin and his Rock.
2: Yeah, who can, you know, who wants to who not meet Martin the and his Rock?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I think Stimit
2: it's better for Martin. sure.
1: They said that Game Freak
0: was lazy and just copy and pasted. I didn't see Martin in Sun and Moon. <laughs>
1: Oh, he was there. He's always been there.
0: Now, I will admit that Blissey, Bla- Blissey Bases in Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, you get a Pokemon 100 in, in mere seconds. In
1: a second. But, Those were the best. Oris is the best game.
0: Uh, but I think ideally... Blissey Bases ruled. I think there ideally there has to be a balance of... There doesn't have to be, but there should be a balance in a video game of like the money should be spent on things that matter and you should have a way to spend money like in all grand theft auto games not com- counting grand theft auto online there's a certain point where you don't have any money and you're desperately want money and then when you get to the end of the game where you have too much money that even if you spent it all there's nothing to really buy mm-hmm. and pokemon games have struggled with this of like well I don't have anything to buy and in this game I think there is a really good balance where there's a bunch of ways to get money really easily but there's also a bunch of things to spend it on if you are going past you know just the credits
2: but even and i will say to that that i feel like this game made it and maybe it was just because you have the max raid battles that you're you know at any point in time but i didn't feel like there was ever a point where i was like desperately needed money right like from the get-go i feel like you pretty much had what you needed just fine and. Like, I feel like in other Pokemon games, there's a point where you're like, oh, man, like, I wish I had more Uh, in older games. But in this one, for sure, like, you had the your money was fine the whole time, at least from my experience.
0: Yeah, the only time I did run out of money midway through the story, because I was like, oh, I should buy these TMs. And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm out of money now. Uh, Maybe I should have waited to buy these TMs until (laughs) like after I I beat the game.
1: (laughs) Sure, I haven't bought everything that I want, but I mean, I didn't feel like I was strapped for cash, but I did feel with some of the fashion choices that were... that were vital buys. <laughs> <laughs> that I was a little low on cash.
2: Oh, I will. Say, I will say in in Sword and Shield, I uh, decided I caught a or I hatched a, a shiny uh, Galarian Farfetch'd, and so I was like, and I had the the hidden ability on it, and so I was like, okay, great, I want to you know level this thing up because I hadn't beaten the game yet, so I was like, I want to level this thing up and take it into my the end part of the game and uh got it to like level 60 something before realizing how to evolve it to surfetched
0: oh yeah because they like we're oh.
2: just remembering like how to evolve it to surfetched and then was like oh no i've made this too powerful now so like i can't you know i had to get really lucky um i found a high enough level pokemon in the wild area and was able to in three shots, knock it out. But all three shots were critical. Oh my gosh, so, that's so funny.
0: That's a cool I, way to evolve it too. The yeah. For those that don't know, Glare and Farfetch will only evolve into Surfetch if you do three critical hits in a battle,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it has to have the item, right? No item, I don't think.
2: Well, it the leak having the leak makes it hit more critical likely. more likely. Oh, so that was that was what did it for me. Um, I heard you can do uh, a
0: dire hit to increase
2: critical too. You can do dire hit. um, That'll increase critical. But I didn't really have any trainers to battle because I was at the point where I was like going to the end of the game. And so I was like, I have to find a wild Pokemon to do this on. And I found like a level 60 Scraggy or something. And uh, I was trying to do like a move that would be not effective or not very effective, but critical. And uh, I was able to get three shots in before it not before it uh, fainted. Each
0: day, several dens will have pillars of light emitting from them, indicating that the they will house a Dynamax Dynamax Pokemon ready to be challenged in a Max Raid Den. You'll be able to see the silhouette and interact. Each den pulls from a pool of Pokemon that are are likely to appear within, typically consisting of a Pokemon sharing a common type. It is random which dens activate a day but you can activate any den yourself by using a wishing piece. These are handy items that can be found in the wild area, but most readily available by purchasing from the Rotom Rallyus for 3,000 watts. You will most frequently see dens with weaker red pillars of light, but you will also find dens that will have stronger purple beams instead, like the image above. Uh, Such encounters have a second pool of rarer Pokemon that may also appear in the den. You'll find you normally won't have more than one den active at a time, the purple den. So be sure to defeat the Pokemon inside before you start using wishing pieces on other dens. That's actually a good tip. So if you're trying to, to get um, a purple den somewhere, let's say you're trying to get like a Max El cremi, which is the den that is complete opposite of the uh, the daycare. So if you're at the daycare, turn 180 degrees and look opposite of the door and just head straight. And then in that little alcove is where Alcremis would spawn. So if you already have a bright purple one, you're not going to get G-Max Alcremi until you clear out that purple one first. So keep that in mind.
2: Hey, speaking of the daycare in the wild area i actually have been around it but i haven't gone into it do you get anything in that one or is it just no a you can't go in you can't go in, in. they just oh it it's locked. just got it okay it's just the person we type. talk about the daycare real quick i hate them in this game
0: i hate Why? that the really? lady Why? the lady is the one that gives you the egg but also takes your pokemon i it bothers i, I hate it <laughs> because i like get the egg but then i press a like one too many times and all of a sudden i take back my ditto
2: that's why I um, that as soon a as I hit problem. as soon as I hit yes to accept the egg, I just mash B instead of A <laughs> to get through yeah. the the menus, and then I won't I won't talk to her or do anything with her again.
1: I like did. you ha- you have to be hitting A, so like it goes to a separate window to say hey, you picked up this egg, and uh. then it stops the conversation, and then you have to start the conversation with her. I, Again,
2: I get it though. I'm usually watching a TV while I'm doing yeah, I'm the egg stuff, doing so I'm not something. fully Let's... paying attention to the screen.
0: L- look, uh. I've been playing Pokemon for 20 some years. There's a lot of A mashing and a lot of not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I would, I would rather have the extra step of walking into the building to switch out my Pokemon. Because I'm doing that less often than I am talking to her, demanding an egg over and over again.
2: Okay, but I will say to against your point here, there are too many times where like I I would walk into the building in Aloha, and like by the time I got to the person and asked for the thing back, they'd be like, "Oh, my person outside has an <laughs> egg for you," and it's like, "What? No, I, I want to." Yes, that's take this happened to me a lot. That's true. Yeah. That's
0: true. <laughs> Stop breeding things with low egg steps.
1: (laughs) That's everything. You get that charm and it's like, oh, look, another egg. Oh, another one. Put that
0: Dratini in there.
1: I don't want a Dratini. I want a Dracovish and nothing works.
0: Pokemon with Gigantamax Factor will only appear in such dens unless an event is going on which is why I brought up the Sandaconda and the Scorch above, because you can still get three-star Sandacondas, um, which signifies that it's an event.
2: Mm. Yeah, that is weird then.
0: If you don't wait until the start of the new day to get an active batch, you can also clear out each Pokemon den emitting pillars of light in the wild area, which will cause a new set of max raid battles to appear. You may find that sometimes this triggers uh, a phenomenon you may find that you sometimes also trigger this phenomenon while helping friends with max raid battles. This is weird, too.
1: Yeah, it's wild.
0: So I'm not exactly sure what the rules are for this, but I know... So yesterday, I had one light. I went through the whole wild area, shook my trees, and then I had a red light that was a five-star onyx. And I was like, all right, I gotta do a five-star onyx. And then somebody was like, hey, I have a five-star gold malamar. And I was like, cool, I don't care about the malamar. But gold gold raids with the yellow background give better rewards. So I'm say
2: yellow background. Do you mean like when you pop open the raid? When you pop like open red the raid, or yellow? It's raid, red, red or so, yellow. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: The red, the yellow slash gold give they just give more candy and more. It's usually one or two more trs. So I was like, yep. well, I want the gold stuff or just more candy. And so I did that and then I came back and all my raids refreshed. So I'm not sure what the threshold on that is, because there was another situation where I had like two or three left over, and then I helped somebody with something, and then I came back and all my raids were different.
2: It'd be interesting so, if like if it was if if you helped them do their last one, it like reset it for you too, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure what triggers the reset, but
2: That's interesting. Huh.
0: Maybe do the ones you want to do before you. Yeah. Have a <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's weird that they don't explain it. They just yeah, say, they like, really don't. it can happen.
1: It's just, <laughs> and it, I have yet to figure out the pattern of how it happens. For a while there, I thought we were just, we were at the same spot, and, like, I completed the den that I was at on somebody else's copy, but that does not seem to be the case. Because mm. I, because it usually happens with Brent and I, and he's sitting on the other couch, and he'll be... Nowhere near where I am in the wild area, and it will trigger. So I don't. I have not figured out what what is the key.
0: Weird. Regardless of your skill at playing, who's that Pokemon with Dynamax Pokemon Silhouette? The game will tell you which types your opposing Pokemon are, which can help you select your Pokemon. You can only use one of your own Pokemon in Max Raid battles. If it gets knocked out, you'll be able to cheer your team on your turn. Before your Pokemon's action before your Pokemon returns to action. Your cheering has several effects restoring your teammates HP, reducing a Dynamax Pokemon's barrier, or in the all in the most crucial of moments, doing nothing at all.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Uh you and Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Uh you and your po- <laughs> You and your Pokemon will team up with these other trainers. You can allow anyone to join the fight. You can set a link code so only your friends can join. Or you can give up on human teammates altogether and try your luck at the in-game control trainers. Oh, only no. one trainer will be Damn, able to the Dynamax their Pokemon each. A player hosting the raid can, only, can be the one to Dynamax their Pokemon on first turn if they choose not to. The opportunity to Dynamax will rotate throughout until the host gets the option to do it again on turn five. If you go with the in-game control teammates, we strongly suggest valuing defense (laughs) over offense with your Pokemon's choice. You, of course, want a partner that can dish out some damage by simply avoiding being knocked out so you can attack each turn. Simply avoid being knocked out so you can attack each turn can be the best strategy. Game control yeah, No,
1: it's not. This is lies. This is all lies. Game control
0: you... trainers tend to make some strange choices. <laughs> and they'll typically be some fainting on your side, so it's important to keep the battle some? moving forward. If your team loses four Pokémon on your side uh, are knocked out, don't add to can- don't add to that count.
1: Okay, you have no choice. You are the only person pulling your weight in these things. <laughs> Offense, offense, offense! Try to knock it out before Magikarp with its Focus Sash gets knocked out for the eighth time. <laughs> Lies—they're yeah. feeding you lies. Offense, offense, offense.
0: Nah, I—I I don't know. I have lost. I have almost every battle I have lost is because people bring offense and they bring not the best offense. Like you, like it doesn't matter what super of like just bring something that's super effective like the pokemon itself doesn't have to be the right type just right but it just has to have a super effective move that's good enough
2: yeah it's fine to be defensive when you are with like three other people but if you're with the three with the ai ai like you need offense because they don't have any they so.
1: don't do anything. If you get stuck with that Eevee that only helping hands, and it keeps helping handing the Soul Rock, and the yes. only thing the Soul Rock is doing is raising its special defense and special attack through Calm Mind, you are getting nowhere. You okay. will never get okay. through those okay. shields.
0: But, but, I would say that while I do agree bring offense, The because you know what you're going to fight, like, if it's a Snorlax or if it's a Pelipper, you know that that Snorlax is physically attack-heavy, or you know the Pelipper yeah, is special attack-heavy. A light right. screen or a reflect goes such a long way in both I mean, NPCs and real players. They, they're just so helpful if you want Magikarp to survive.
2: <laughs> and I would
0: argue the Magikarp is, is more helpful than the there. Solrock.
2: Why is Magikarp in the battle? Why? Like, Why? that's all Why?
0: the girl has. What do you want from her? She's a new trainer. Something <laughs> better. Oh. Fighting against Dynamax Pokemon in Max Raid battles can be tricky as the rules your teammates are under operate a little different than the rules Dynamax Pokemon use. In addition to your side losing four Pokemon have been knocked out, even if it's the, sa- the- even if it's the same Pokemon four <laughs> times, Martin. There is an additional factor to keep in mind. Also that is literally what was written here in the press release. Uh, At least once uh, during the battle, the opponent's the opponent, the opposing Dynamax Pokémon will ra- will likely raise a barrier that will vastly reduce the damage it takes while neg- negating the effects of status moves such as toxic or will-o'-wisp. Unless your um, team is very coordinated, this usually means it's not better to use such moves to avoid wasting a turn. Dynamax Pokemon at the four to five star max raid battle will typically raise their barrier twice at specific HP thresholds, with more powerful, with more powerful and more defensive oriented Dynamax Pokemon pr- producing barriers with more segments. Have, uh,
2: have you gone against a mm. Shininja? No, the I ray have Sheninja. not done Shininja. I saw a, I saw a video of someone doing one, and it like popped up with like eight shields, and they're like, okay. And then the first person went, and it just immediately killed it, because it's like one hit point, right? Yeah. So yeah, like it it went through the eight shields and took it out in like one shot.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. It was do, great. do you want to know my worst my worst max raid experience? Was it
2: against uh, Obstagoon? Nope. Or a Clefable?
1: Nope. Ooh, oh dang. Hidden ability shuckle. Is that contrary? <laughs> yep. So every time we smash the shields. Its defenses tripled
2: <laughs> Oh no! three times,
1: and it comes up with six shields each wow. time, and it can do no damage. I lost three times because we ran out of turns. It, oh, it you like actually ran minutes? out
2: of turns? It's ten, minutes, right? it ten turns. Oh, ten turns. Okay. Yeah, you okay. get ten
1: turns. We Still. shattered the shields, and it's like, its defenses sharply raise, and I'm like, you... and since the hard stops, the damage hard stops when the shields come up. Yeah, we'd the use a super effective move and then it would sit and the shields would come back up. And it's like, we are never getting through this. It took four, ter- four attempts to finally find the perfect combination of humans to do moves to finally overpower it. And we were on turn nine. Madness. All right. I got, I got some Jeez. Dynamax
0: tips. Let me just finish. Uh, let me finish this, uh, this section of the article. Any damaging attack from a regular-sized Pokemon will reduce shield by one segment. Whether it's a tackle from Magikarp or a super effective attack from Zacian, there are a few non-damaging attacks that can have this effect too. Any damaging attack from a Dynamax Pokemon will decrease the barrier by two segments instead. When the barrier breaks, it will harshly reduce the foe's defense and special defense and deal a little damage. So you are much better off having your Dynamax Pokemon help break the barrier when possible. It's often... A good idea to set up uh, this by having a second player Dynamax win the battle uh, when battling with friends instead of uh, the host immediately Dynamaxing on the first turn. I do agree with this actually. Uh, yeah. Trainers controlled by the game will never Dynamax, so you should always Dynamax on or the do turn anything. when you they are alone. Human. Anything. The opposing <laughs> Dynamax Pokemon won't just stand there as you break the barrier. Of course, uh, with multiple moves on each turn, it will use Max moves or G Max moves several times, but also weave in regular moves. It's also able to nullify stat changes and abilities on your team's Pokemon, so it's best not to rely on the strategy by increasing your own stats or relying on abilities. Dynamax Pokemon in 4 or 5 star max ray battles can dish out some serious damage um, with the numerous numerous max moves flying around, so it's best to stay focused on whittling down the barrier. I I still think at this point I've done (sighs) probably close to 400
2: raids at this point (laughs) wow that's a lot of raids
1: i've done a lot i have been raiding every night pretty much since the games came out so
2: okay nice i haven't been raiding as much i've been doing a lot more breeding so i need to jump into more raids
1: i normally start
0: my my streams by doing five to six raids and i end my stream doing five to six raids so that's bare minimum 70 raids a week but there's some days where i just we just raid all day so in the games this is what the fourth Fourth week the game's been out? Because, yeah, uh, I remember... Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I remember there's been at least three or four days where I've done nothing but raids from start to finish. Uh, in an eight-hour period. <laughs> That's a lot of raids. It's a lot of raids. So this is what I've, 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 I've raided with almost nothing but humans. And I've noticed a lot of them still don't understand that there are thresholds. So it doesn't matter... It does matter how much damage you do, but... A lot of times I will see the host Dynamax and then attack with a G-Max move, which is like, great, but all you're doing is you're activating their shields, and now we have to spend time whittling down at shield, when in reality, you do you break two shields and we only break one shield. So you're actually slowing us okay. down.
1: I'm going to put an asterisk on there that sometimes getting the terrain up is very important. And since terrain abilities won't activate if you're hitting a shield, sometimes it's very important, like, if you are fighting something like a Shuckle, or something (laughs) that does a lot of damage, it's important to Dynamax first to get the grassy terrain up so that everybody's getting healed, especially if you have Martin, who's doing nothing. So, it depends on who has what moves, that It is sometimes important to have the first person Dynamax so you can benefit from that terrain so that the moves that the thing that you're fighting won't hit you as hard or you're getting steady healing. Like, there are a lot of reasons to also have the first person Dynamax.
0: I I would say, though, if you are planning on Dynamaxing, if you're the host and you're planning on Dynamaxing, don't bring a super fast Pokemon, though, because you don't want to go first.
1: Well, unless you want the terrain, because then you do want to go first. Because often people bring super effective attacks and then knock them down to that first shield thing, and then you don't set up the terrain, and you will never set up the terrain, because you're always going just as the shields come up. And if it hits shields, it does not set up the terrain. It has to do damage. I don't think the grassy one is
0: particularly great, though.
1: It is. No, because
0: Martin Solrock's getting one
1: shot. (laughs) (laughs) Not always, after its fourth Calm Mine, it's just sitting there getting healing, and it's trying to take it down, but it heals up the damage because yeah, it's after so its defensive.
0: Fourth Calm Mine, Once you break the shields, the Dynamax Pokemon's going to nullify all effects, and then Martin Solrock's back to plus zero because it got nullified.
1: Yeah, but it's healed to the max, and you have another. Set I think of four nine turns.
0: times out of ten, you like if you're fighting like a Palopur and. It puts up rain. Yeah, sure, it's nice to have like sunny day up to like null like to cancel out the rain or whatnot, sure. But ideally, what always happens is somebody Dynamaxes right away and then hits the threshold and then we're whittling down the shield when in reality if if like Zacian goes first, because Zacian will almost always goes first, can't Dynamax, Zacian breaks the first part, activates the shields, and then Dynamax Pokemon hits 2, the other person hits 1, the other person hits 1, and then the shield is broken in first turn and you've already you're already back to no shields second turn. But that turn. is
1: very that is very subjective depending on how many shields there. are. So if you have 5 shields, well the average is 4, but
0: matter. yeah, sometimes a Pokemon will but have the, 4 or 5 or 6
1: or 6 or 8 having been in wins with 8. <laughs> um <laughs> it's it's not fun. I think I mean, it's hard to say, like saying don't Dynamax first is, I don't know that that's the winning strategy that everybody makes it out to be.
0: It's a good, well, okay, so you can Dynamax first, but you're usually Pokemon, but Dynamaxing first and going first, all you're doing is you're setting up shields, which any of those other three Pokemon can set up
2: shields. Obviously, it's some Pokemon start with shields up. But
1: you're also sometimes setting up train.
2: Yeah, which so is very it's good f- for that specific reason then. But. Not Dynamaxing first is also a good strategy as well.
1: Right. But, I mean, also Dynamaxing and Super Effective things do take off health behind the shield. Yes. So, like, it's, it's not completely wasted. And getting through those shields faster, no matter when you hit those shields, is worth getting through those shields. I think one
0: support Pokemon is still pretty good, and no one ever brings support Pokemon. And I've seen people also not heal, which is, like, really frustrating so, I will almost always bring... If I if I see no one's bringing support Pokemon, and I know that there's a chance for Pokemon that can one-shot. So, example, like G-Max Snorlax is really good at one-shotting, especially if somebody brings a Machamp, doesn't get the opportunity to Dynamax it. So, like, one Zen Headbutt from Snorlax is going to one-shot yep. the Machamp. Yep. So, I will almost always bring Grim Snarl, because... Even though Grimmsnarl is not super effective, it does two things. One, it can set up, it has Prankster Light Screen or Prankster Reflect. So I'm going first no matter what. And it ha- I can Thunder Wave if needed. And depending on <laughs> if I feel like Thunder Waving or not, that has been helpful. But more times over or not, I feel like the Reflect is probably going to be more beneficial if somebody's going to get one shot. And then two, it has Sucker Punch, which while not is super effective against Snorlax, uh, again, people don't understand these thresholds, so if somebody's going to Dynamax and go first, so if they, I don't, I don't know what's a f- super fast, let's just say the Machamp is faster than everything else on the field, let's say they brought like two Pangoros, uh, a G-Max Machamp, and then my Grimmsnarl, the Machamp is going to go first based on speed alone, so it's like, Is the Machamp going to waste its whole turn to knock out one shield? That's just a waste of your three Gigantamax turns. So what I'm going to do as a Grimmsnarl is I'm going to Sucker Punch because it doesn't matter if it's super effective. I just go first and I just break that shield. Also, there's just so many trainers that are like, oh, I got got 20 hit points left. I'm just going to attack when it's like, but... We have two deaths. Just just heal. Just use yeah. a max potion. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. risk it? You, you have already proven that you have survived the first attack. The second attack will kill you. If you heal, you will survive that attack again. Right. It's, it's, it is very frustrating to lose with... I think it is more frustrating to lose with humans <laughs> than it is to lose with Martin.
1: <laughs> I mean... I don't know. I, Getting real mad at Martin.
2: Yeah, but you're right, though. I would, yeah. I'd rather lose with Martin than with the humans.
0: Uh, last part here. While Dynamax Pokemon appear at Pokemon dens at the beginning of the day are random, you can take take faith into your own hands to extend by using Wishing Pieces uh, to take note of which Pokemon you see in which dens. If you're looking for another Pokemon again, you can always get a shot by using Wishing Pieces. Many trainers will use wishing pieces repeatedly on a specific den to find valuable Pokémon. For instance, competition-minded trainers value Ditto with high, v- high individual strength because they can help hatch the most specific Pokémon at the nursery. Ditto is a particular special case because that Pokémon will appear stronger. Purple Light in the North Area Wild Area in the north of the wild areas Pokémon Nursery found right where you enter Stony Wilderness. Uh, This means you can definitely find one if you are persistent. Uh, That was a pretty good article. It's pretty useful, actually. Surprisingly. Fast way to make money. Yes. You can make about $1.4 million in less than a minute. In-game, without (laughs) without resetting anything, without changing your clock, this is what you do. If you spend a lot of time in the wild area, so for 99,000 watts... So, almost 100,000 watts. You can find the guy who is selling the luxury ball.
1: Which is random. Which
0: is random. There's mm-hmm. only six people that sell, but I think there's seven or eight balls on rotation. So, they change at midnight. You buy 999 luxury balls for 100 watts each, which is $99,000. And then you go to a Pokemon center and you sell the luxury ball for $1,500. Luxury Balls are normally 3000 They raised it in this game, which I both love and hate. Yep. I love <laughs> that the Luxury Ball should be a more expensive ball because it's called the Luxury Ball. And it was always the same price as every po- other like fancy Pokeball, which always drove me crazy. So I love that they raised the price. I hate that it is more expensive
1: because <laughs> $3,000
0: <000 laughs> yeah. really is it a a lot. adds a up lot. very quickly. But... Yep. You buy 999 luxury balls from the Watt dealer, and then you go and you sell it for $1,498,500 in less than 45 seconds.
1: It is a lot of Watts. It's a lot of Watts.
0: But if you're checking your raids at the start of your day, and if you're clearing out the raids or you're helping friends clear out the raids, your raids will eventually reset. And then you can check them all again. So even if you're not doing the raids the second time, you're still getting 2,000 watts from checking a den. Yep. Yeah. Hot tips. So that's $1. <laughs> $1. $1.4 million. And you're probably like, what can you do with $1.4 million? Well, if you, to, e- if you don't want to EV train because you're lazy, <laughs> you can buy vitamins. <laughs>
1: The job system is so easy. Yeah, but if you don't have I mean, time to 24 wait 24
0: hours. hours and the tournament's starting now.
1: If you didn't sign up, it's too late now. <laughs>
0: if you did sign up, it's too late now. But I think it's I think it's a it's about it's about a half a million dollars to max out EVs on a specific Pokémon. Cuz you have to buy 26 of, you know, Iron to ma- to 252 that or 250 252 is it yeah.
2: yeah 252
0: so it's about a half a million dollars to max out evs on a pokemon instantly so if you have a if you have six pokemon that's about th- uh 1 million 2 million it's a little over 3 million dollars to max out all your evs on a team of six pokemon greg is right sending a pokemon on Pokejobs, jobs you can max out a specific ev stat in a day if you're doing the 500 shiny hunting method and you're hunting specifically Cramorant, I don't know, put five Pokemon in your team that are plus special defense. The game is awesome because it provides you so many different ways to do this yep. tedious stuff. Yep. So like that's if great. you are very raid heavy and you have a lot of Watts like me, you can just buy the luxury balls, sell the luxury balls, and then buy the vitamins. And that's fine. And if if you are lazy and you don't do a lot of raids but you want to EV train and you don't plan on playing the game on sunday put pokemon into the daycare or into the pokejobs and send them off and then when you get back the next day they're EV trained so
1: and you can also use the amulet coin free meowth trick to fight the elite yeah you know, yeah elite you can up the, the, yep. the branch yeah, And a couple of max gold rushes gets you, what is it, 99999 nine, 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 nine gold plus whatever you yeah, win. Yeah, that's from another the good way to, to make like, money. Like, if you can't find the luxury ball person or you don't want to give up your luxury balls like I do, because <laughs> I catch everything in my precious luxury balls, that's also an easy way to make money. Not that, like, if you do max raises, you get a ton of treasure anyways. You do. Like, sell that stuff, except I only sell it one at a time to the guy to the market guy, because I'm lazy. And I want to get my max amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: so, I don't know. I think this game is really good at respecting your time, which is what Greg and I talked yep. about a couple Absolutely. weeks ago. Like, even if yeah. like, even if you do not need the Pokemon in the raids, like, I don't need Gold Star Malamar. I, I have Hidden Ability Malamar. I got the other Malamar. I'm good with Malamar. But let me, I'll do the Gold Star, one, to help you out clear your raid. Two, I want that sweet, sweet candy. <laughs> <laughs> Three, I uh, want, because I know at a certain point it's going to help me reset my raids, which means when I check my raids again, once they reset, I'm getting 2,000 watts per raid den. And then yeah. I'm using those watts to buy luxury balls. I'm using those luxury balls to buy candy. I'm using those candies to EV train or to buy clothes or to buy the TMs I'm missing. And then when I'm out of watts and I'm out of candy I or out of watts or out of money, I just do it all over again. And it's a great loop that I think a lot of Pokemon games have been missing.
2: Yeah, totally agree.
0: There's a new Pikachu Funko coming out this week. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Greg, give us our question of the week.
1: Ready? <clears throat> who is your favorite Pokemon and who should be cut? Which of these monsters <laughs> has the best butt? I'm shiny hunting, so what should I seek? These all could be the question of the week.
2: Jeez, the amount of thought—that was amazing.
0: I'm gonna have to step your pay grade up here, Greg.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I'm. I'm gunning for that mid-end of the year five-star rating to get the best rating. Looking
0: for the good (laughs) Christmas bonus. All right, this is from Brandon. What do you like to do most with your family and loved ones with the holidays slow, r- slowly rolling in? It's nice to remember the nice things you do with your family to bond with them. Uh, with my family, we love to go on Christmas Eve to a focaccia store in San Francisco and get their special Christmas focaccia and then eat it before we get home. That's a good question. It's a good non-Pokemon question.
2: Who's going first?
1: Well, Steve, go. Oh,
0: I don't, I don't do family things. <laughs>
1: i my family's miscarriage. <laughs> the, no,
0: I'm kidding. The last couple of years, uh, because Irene and I um, usually do Christmas with family, not on Christmas. Uh, That's just what happens when families fight over how can we get all our kids to be back for Christmas. Not on Christmas Day. So, usually, Irene and I are free on Christmas and Christmas Eve. So, for the last couple of years, I've actually streamed on Christmas Day, because I know there's a lot of people who listen To the podcast or watch the streams that do not have um, family to hang out with. So I dedicate my time on Christmas to stream Pokemon and give them like a community or like a, you know, human interaction, uh, which I think is really important on a holiday. And uh, since I already get Christmas out of the way, that's like the way I can give back is by just being there on Christmas and chat, chatting with people, because I have definitely done holidays alone, and it absolutely sucks.
1: It's, it's miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nice to have a place for people to go, because not everybody's family is great. Um, And, again, you do not have to spend time with your family if your family is awful to you. So remember that, <laughs> people. Just your time is valuable. Yeah. Um, I do a bunch of things, like holiday stuff. Like, I'm a big Christmas person, so... Um, Like, Brett and I just went and got our tree and set the tree up, and then I create a holiday Christmas mix Um, every year that I give out to my family and my friends, Um, and then every year I make salted caramels to give out to people, and then for family stuff, we'll try to go see a holiday show if we can fit it in. Like, now that my brother's kids are a lot older, it's really, really hard to do, but luckily this year... A Star Wars movie is going coming out, so our holiday movie this year will be going to go see Star Wars together as a family, like we do every year. Uh a new Star Wars movie comes out, because that's a big family thing. Uh and then for actual holiday day, we'll probably go to either my brother's house or my parents' house to do gifts and eat and spend time together and play games. Like those are pretty much the solid family stuff. And now that Brent's parents moved here, you know, he gets to spend time with his family, all of us together. So, um, we do a bunch of stuff around the holidays, but also there are a lot of things like a lot of my friends who don't have good relations with their, um, families will also host things like, you know, they'll do friends Christmas where it's just an open house to come play games so that you have a place to go, um, I don't because I always have to spend time with my family so I don't end up there but I know a lot of my friends do go to like hey we're just playing games all day drop in when you can leave when you want to but like we're here to offer you a place so that you aren't alone over christmas and that's not to say that it's bad to be alone but it does get lonely and there's a lot of there's a lot of messaging around christmas about having to be with people so it's just nice to have those options
2: for me, usually, I mean, we get really into, like, the holiday season, and um, my wife and I are both super into Christmas, and now my son is two, so, you know, they get the whole Santa Claus thing starting, he's super pumped about that and everything, so, yeah, so, yeah, so uh, we're, you know, really into all of that, um, and then as far as, like, uh, my family, luckily for us, both of our parents, both sets of parents live here in San Diego we do usually, um, we'll do like, uh, you know, see my parents at some point and my, my siblings and then see her parents as well during Christmas, um, or right around Christmas. Um, so we usually do that just to, to get the families together. Um, and then with my friends, you know, we'll usually do something as well. We'll meet up at like a brewery or something one day and I'll hang out right around, right around Christmas. So, um, nothing too crazy, but it is nice just, uh, seeing each of the families especially with um my son you know they always want to see him and everything so uh it works out really well
0: oh i should probably say what i do do with my family uh if i do hang out with them i usually bring uh i usually try to find a four-player game that's like simple and easy enough uh so like last time i think uh was it super mario party just came out on the switch oh nice Mm -hmm. so that seemed to work um like the Jackbox stuff is really good or yep. Mario Party's mm-hmm. been pretty good. I think like oh man, when this was Wii Wii U uh was Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Uh as much as that game is not really a game. <laughs> it was it was still fun to have that up and play through that instead of just having like football on. <laughs> um so that's 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 it. Uh, I'm actually going to sneak in an email real quick here. What? Uh, nice. mostly because Nick made us new jingles for the show and I want to use the email mm. jingle. <laughs> 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 uh, this is for uh, This is from Solomon from Dublin. Alola ISE crew. I discovered your podcast in October. Been an avid listener since with your witty commentary on all aspects of Pokemon is completely brilliant. I have recently started to wonder trade more in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Obtained three mythicals, Celebi, Darkrai, and Keldeo. They're all shiny and level 100 and infected with Pokeris. I believe they are probably hacked. Should I keep them? Is it wrong to own a hacked Pokemon that were traded? Thanks for the time reading. Keep up the good work. P.S. Greg is my favorite.
1: Yeah. Hey, there you go, Greg. In before Steve, you can keep them. It's fine. Just don't use them in competition.
0: You well, you can't because they're all like banned, anyways.
1: <laughs> I know, but just as long as you aren't using them against other people, and you have them, and you don't take credit, like "Hey, I caught these." Like, it's fine. They're cute to have. Shining Shiny has no currency. They aren't worth anything. And as long as the game is like, "Hey, this is valid for one to trade." It's just valid to sit there and do nothing.
2: Yeah, maybe don't trade it though. No, so don't trade it. Don't, nope. like keep it for yourself if you want it, but <laughs> don't don't like uh, move. Don't move forward with don't that. Don't send it on. Yeah, don't send it off.
0: Most mythical Pokemon can't be wonder traded anyway, so this is a good sign. This is, I'll try to be informative here and not opinionated. Good luck. So, if you're legit wondering if your Pokemon are hacked or not, Cherish Ball Pokemon cannot be wonder traded. And so if they are wonder traded, if you, do, if you do receive Keldeo in a Cherish Ball, which I think Keldeo can only be in a Cherish Ball, they have hacked it in a way that it is not legit. Whether or not you care about that, that's just so you know or not know um, that Cherish Ball Pokemon cannot be traded, wonder traded. They can be traded, like if Greg was to add... I got Cherish Ball Kelde- or uh, Meloetta from the Nashville yep. tournament. I can't Wonder Trade that Keldeo or Meloetta. Oh, uh, <laughs> but if I met Greg in real life or we had friends over the 3DS, I can if. then <laughs> I can then trade him Cherish Ball Meloetta. So any Cherish Ball Pokemon you're getting through Wonder Trade is 100% hacked. If it wasn't a cherished ball Pokemon. Let's say it was a Mewtwo that was shiny level 100. Anytime it's from a website name. As the OT. That is also hacked. <laughs> so if it's like. uh, You know. PKlove.net. Definitely hacked.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely an advertisement.
0: Yeah. And then the. You can always technically check by ribbons. So a lot of. Pokemon will have a lot of all Cherish Ball Pokemon come from the Pokemon company in some capacity, whether that's through a distribution through GameStop or a distribution through um, the the GTS. So they will have specific ITs, um, usually specific names, obviously in a Cherish Ball. Uh, Sometimes natures are completely random, so those aren't set in stone. But they will usually have a specific ribbon, and it's actually the ribbon... That prevents it from being wonder-traded. If it's missing the ribbon, uh, that's how you can tell if it's hacked. Now, my opinion on whether you should keep them or not, completely up to you. I don't like hacked Pokemon the same way that I don't really like knockoff Pokemon merchandise.
1: He says, with his bag of off Pokemon merchandise. Uh, (laughs) But I, I do
0: have some knockoff Pokemon merchandise that was gifts and stuff. And for me, it feels kind of weird to throw them out because somebody did pay money for them and then give them to me. I have always kept my boxes pretty clean. I don't think I have any hacked Pokemon. Uh, I'm pretty careful with who I trade with at the end of the day. None of it matters. Cause like Greg said, n- none of these Pokemon are worth anything. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. But in a collection aspect, I like having the Pokemon, exist and knowing they came from somebody who did get them in the proper means I at the end of the day if you were really adamant on trying to get a level shiny 100 Mew PK Hex is there for you <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that exists. Uh, I don't know for me I always think about like why you have Pokemon so like when somebody's like oh how did you get that Cherish Ball Scraggy I can say oh that's really cool I went to the 2011 world championships in san diego and that's where i got it or if somebody was like whoa where did you get that shiny mew it would be like well i got it from wonder trade and that's obviously like it's not to me it's like well this is not a great i don't know story, <laughs> it's not a memory. great story right like oh yeah. i just got it from wonder trade well oh and it's 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 by pk love dot gov
2: I agree with that too. I, I feel like Pokemon is a lot about memories and stories for me, and that and that's purely for me, not for anyone else. But um, being able to say I, I got this really cool thing from here versus like you know something that was like hacked, it, it's a big deal to me. So um, that's just kind of my take on it too. It's about more about the stories and the memories than anything else
1: i don't show people like hey i got this from worlds or whatever it just never comes up in my world i just like i like that they're pretty and if it looks pretty and i like looking at it fine by me i don't it might, care how that I might got change
0: it. with pokemon home there's a bunch of it, it
1: it might change pokemon home may change things but it didn't change it with go go did nothing <laughs> for me like i don't care i have all these community pokemon that are shiny and wearing sunglasses and only i look at them yeah i can't put them anywhere they're useless to put in a in a gym because they get knocked out for the five seconds that one person saw it went sweet easy gym like they don't do anything i don't get enjoyment from being able to say oh i got this from blah 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 because it I just like the way they look. Like that whole, like I'm not a streamer. I I could tell stories well, here but I could make up a story well, you, just as easily. You don't ha- you don't ha- you don't
0: have to be a streamer, but like when I was in Japan and there was a couple instances where I traded with um some Japanese folks in Pokemon Go and the easiest thing to do was hand them my phone and for them to scroll through my Pokemon list, right? And for them to be like, "Oh, I want the Ilumise or I want the Toros or I want the I don't know what, what Kangaskhan or something because they don't have those. Like, that is cool. So, I would imagine that is cool, but I would imagine a situation in ask. Pokemon Home where <laughs> you would be like, oh man, you have three Cherish Ball Gengars from the Shiny Gengar event that GameStop did in 2015 in the Dusk Ball. Or, no, they were Dusk Ball Shiny Gengars from the GameStop event. Sorry, not Cherish Ball. But it'd be like, oh, I don't have one of those, and you have three of them. Can I offer you something? Because I missed out on that GameStop event. Um, Because, like, right now, I'm looking for, uh, I think Pokemon Home will make this easier, but I am looking for older event Pokemon that I missed. And, like, I don't have a Dream Ball Arceus, uh, which was when the Dream World was shutting down, and they offered Arceus to everyone. And I would like that. And I, I'm sure there are some... I'm sure there are a couple people out there that have multiple RCSs because they had multiple copies of Black and White. And Black and White 2, I think it was for both games.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I got that one or not. I don't remember. See?
0: But if <laughs> Pokemon Home comes out... I don't remember. And I can see somebody's entire collection on their phone, and we meet at the uh, the bus stop, which is not a Pokestop, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs>
1: is this- and, this is the sketchiest Pokemon trade I've ever had. And we exchange <laughs> yeah, phones what? to look
0: through the collections, and it's like, oh, you have a bunch of these. I, like, like, I have a bunch. I, I'm swimming in these, like, Ash Hat Pikachus, and I'm sure somebody has missed, uh, missed one of them. And they're like, oh, man, I don't have Sinnoh Hat Pikachu, and you have 30 of them. Can I get one of those for uh, my Game, GameStop Shiny Gengar 2015 like that, that that's a cool situation. All these situations play on my head. Probably none of them will yeah, ever happen.
1: But none of them will ever happen. I would like to dream. Also, that sketchy that sketchy Pokemon trader at the bus stop definitely hacked those in because they know how to make <laughs> that's that.
0: True, they just dupe.
1: Yeah, I got 15 I got fifteen Arceus oh, Wink. Totally legit. <laughs> yeah, oh, I wink. bought fifteen gonna, copies we're of we're Pokemon We're gonna look the Black. other way because it matches just fine. Because B has all the things that I need to write it there. In order, perfectly done.
0: Hey, you'd be surprised how many people forget the
2: ribbon. Yeah,
1: Yeah, but not professionals that are meeting you at a bus stop.
2: (laughs) That's where all the professionals (laughs) meet. Bus stops. All
1: right. Bus stops, cheese shops in Wisconsin, all the great places.
0: All right. That's it. That's our episode. Uh, We'll be back next week. I'm sure by then there will be another article on (laughs) (laughs) Pokemon.com. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you want to follow us on Twitter, Greg is at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake. Bobby is at PKMN dot snaps.
2: No, no dot. No dot.
0: No dot on Twitter, but dot on Instagram.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. There we go so confusing your branding is all i over said the-
0: trying yes trying. brand bobby <laughs> uh, i said uh you follow the podcast on twitter at pokemon podcast i uh, this will probably be a bumper at the start of the episode but i am giving away another nintendo switch Lite, the pokemon edition with a copy of Pokemon Sword, and a copy of Pokemon Shield Physical. So do with those. If you win, do what you want with all three of those items. I
1: never win. It's rigged.
0: Uh, the <laughs> the link to the giveaway will be in the podcast show notes. Uh, so feel free to enter completely free. You just have to follow uh, the Twitch stuff. Um, and that will end on December twentieth. Second twenty third, I don't know. Some, some around the around around middle December it will end. But
1: twenty <laughs> third is not middle December. Yeah, what are yeah, you yeah, talking There's that? not <laughs> much December left at the, after the twenty third. <laughs> <Pre-Christmas
0: or post-Christmas? laughs> pre Christmas or post Christmas ends pre Christmas. Um, so feel free to enter that. We will we will be back next week. We got what like three more episodes of two thousand twenty two thousand nineteen <laughs> before twenty twenty
1: before twenty twenty before twenty twenty when everything changes.
0: <laughs> yeah, the whole, uh, the Fire Nation will invade and everything. <laughs> All the
1: workplaces that have been working towards 2020 will no longer know what to do.
0: That's right. <laughs> uh, but thank you for listening. We will be back next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are...
2: Super Effective.
1: Super Soul Rock Sadness. Stupid martin
0: (laughs) like every podcast on the internet we are funded by patreon a special shout out to our producers of the show kevin cygnus patrick noah jetsy jeffrey matthew alex and Catherine. and a super special shout out for our executive producers pancakes and anthony Thank you all for your support. Thank you for making it to the end of the episode. If you did, again, this is slightly updated and new, so uh, congrats to you. If you want to find out more about Patreon, you can ever head over to isc.cash to learn more. I've repeated myself twice. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.